0: This is WLRN News. I'm Tim Padgett, and this is the Latin America Report. In the 1980s, Miami was preoccupied with violence. Not just cocaine cowboys here, but the civil wars in Central America. Few journalists were a bigger part of that scene than photographer Bill Gentile. I worked in Central America with Gentile when we were both with Newsweek magazine, and I learned a lot from him about covering conflict. He's published a memoir now titled, Wait for Me, True Stories of War, Love, and Rock and Roll. Gentile spoke with me from Washington, D.C., where today he's a journalism professor at American University. Bill, it's great to talk to you. Hey, man. It's
1: my pleasure, Tim.
0: You grew up the son and grandson of Italian immigrants in a Pennsylvania steel town. You say in the book that journalism became your ticket. What did you mean by that?
1: My grandfathers, my father, all of my uncles, my brothers, and I all worked in the steel mills at one time or another. And I needed a ticket to get out of there. But I also wanted a tool. And I found journalism could provide both of those for me. It could get me to places that I would never have been able to go to. I mean, I've been to the Galapagos, the Arctic Circle, the heart of Africa. I've been to the mountains in Central America. And it was my job to tell the rest of the world what those places were like through pictures.
0: In the 1980s, few photojournalists covered the war between Nicaragua's left-wing Sandinista regime and US-backed Contra rebels as aggressively but also as sensitively as you did. In one striking chapter of Wait For Me, in a matter of hours, you photograph a bloody ambush in the Nicaraguan jungle, then a dead soldier's very somber wake. Tell us first about the experience of being squarely in the middle of a firefight like that.
1: Yeah. So we're climbing a hill with these soldiers and the jungle at at, at the top of the hill just explodes. And I never saw any of the people who were firing at us. You know, all I saw was people around me dropping to the ground, either because they were hit or because they wanted to keep their heads from getting blown off. And this is what I was there for, to document the war. But if you're not careful about this, you run the risk of turning into kind of like a machine just out there for fame and fortune, if you will and you lose some sensitivity toward people. I I came really close to that line, I think, but I I pulled back from it.
0: Which brings us to one of your most memorable photos at the dead Nicaraguan soldier's wake, his indigenous wife breastfeeding their baby by his coffin. Can you read a piece of that scene for us? Sure.
1: As I'm looking through the camera, composing the shot, I see that the wife of the dead militiaman is staring straight at me. She is the only person in the group who makes eye contact with me. And it's a piercing connection that cuts past everything else in the picture. And I can hear what she's saying to me then and now. Look what they've done to my life. Show the world what happened here.
0: You saw fellow photographers killed in Central America, and in 1989 the ultraviolent Marxist guerrilla group Shining Path threatened to execute you and Newsweek correspondent Joe Contreras as spies after they abducted you in Peru. As a journalism professor today, what do you teach your students about taking risks when covering conflict?
1: The world today is much more dangerous than it was when I was covering Central America in the 1980s. At that time, journalists were considered professionals. That's changed now. You have people like Putin in in Russia, Duterte in in the Philippines. You have Ortega in, in Managua. You have all of these authoritarian leaders using this the same language of fake news and journalists are enemy of the people. But you don't have to go to Nicaragua and El Salvador. You can go to Oregon. You can go to Washington, D.C. to see people attacking journalists in the streets and online. I mean, it, it's a different world now.
0: But you remark in Wait For Me that covering Central America's wars was, quote, worth the risk because America's intervention in these developing countries needed to be addressed and challenged by journalists. Later, you also worked in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. So right now, do you still feel strongly about this?
1: Absolutely. Our job is to go there and tell people about the flaws of the policy or if the policies are being successful. You know, we're the canaries in the
0: coal mine. Thanks again, Bill. Thanks, Tim. Photojournalist Bill Gentile's new memoir is Wait for Me, True Stories of War, Love and Rock and Roll. You can see his photos at WLRN.org. I'm Tim Paget in Miami. This is WLRN News.